0: Hi everyone, how are you? Are you ready to be fired up? Because I am. Now listen, you are going to love this episode. We've got Dr. Chris Lee on here and he's going to be shedding his wisdom and advice. And so get ready to be fired up. And as always, do me a favor. You know, right now we are offering our challenge for free. We are going to be coaching with me directly, um, getting our support as well as going live every day, Monday through Friday with me. So this is free right now due to the coronavirus and everything that's going on. So go to KristaMayshore.com challenge. That's KristaMayshore.com challenge. And I would love to see you there.
1: Hi, Chris. How are you? I am doing phenomenal. Set up outside, got some hot tea, just chilling, having a beautiful afternoon, and I'm so excited to jam with you today.
0: Oh, and so I'm happy that you're here too. So, Chris and I are actually in a um, another training program together. We, um, and by the way, I really love her training. It's Abby Abby's training, and she's uh, what, what is the name of the, her, the program again?
1: Media Accelerator.
0: Yes, Media Accelerator. So she's helping us learn how to get on TV and all that great stuff. So it's been, uh, it's actually been one of the better programs that I've been, that I've done in a long time. So I'm really, really excited about it. Yeah, and she's super, super great. So tell us a little bit about what you do, who you are, how can you help us, especially right now, what's going on in the world?
1: (laughs) Absolutely, yeah, so it's a bit of madness right now. So I've been studying functional neuroscience for the last three years. I have a degree in chiropractic and I've been studying uh, biochemistry, uh, neurobiology, and basically everything that has to do with the way your nervous system connects to your body. And my life hadn't always been super focused on neuroscience. Uh, Life was pretty good, right? Life goes on and we just kind of figure things out until I was 22 years old and had finished up Uh, a neurophysiology lab, which is essentially trying to sit on a two by four for like two or three hours. It's just really uncomfortable. So like any good 22 year old, I did exactly what we go do. Went to Walmart, went to the clearance department, got like a $2 bottle of wine and whatever dark chocolate they had left, I was gonna go home, I was gonna watch friends and have just a really good cry. Got my wine, got my chocolate. I was riding my bike home and an SUV blew a red light going 40 miles an hour and hit me into a ditch. Oh my gosh. Woke up in the ditch. Uh, The guy hadn't stopped. I'd been laying there for what I thought was about two or three hours. Had such a bad concussion that I couldn't pick up my phone and call somebody because I couldn't talk. Uh, So in this dazed state, I ended up walking home. My brother, who's also a physician, found me on the steps, carried me inside, like took me into the bathtub and started cleaning me up. Uh, Immediately realized I had internal lacerations, took me to the hospital. I was catheterized. They thought I had a bucket handle fracture, which is just a bad thing to have. Um, Couldn't get a good read on the x-rays. And they're just like, go home and just don't move for six months. I'm like, whatever. Uh, And kind of like my philosophy about like pain and whatnot, they gave me painkillers and I never fulfilled the prescription because my body's telling me not to move from the pain and I'm going to block that signal. It's going to inhibit my healing. So I was just in pain for two weeks, just excruciating pain, especially as a 22 year old getting catheterized. You can imagine not a super fun process. Yeah. So two weeks into that adventure, a family friend called and said, get home. I'm coming over. Hadn't talked to this gentleman in two years. He's like, call your brother, get him home now. I'll be there in 25 minutes. So this guy comes in, doesn't even knock, kicks down the door. My brother and I are there. My brother has helped me stand up for the first time in a long time. And he looks at my brother and says, your dad's gone. He passed away,
0: oh. he committed
1: suicide. And me and my brother just looked at each other. We're like, what, are you, what do you mean he's gone? We just saw him a couple days ago. What do you mean? He's, he's gone, your dad's dead and just completely shattered me and my brother to our core. So not only is my body just in tathers, and now my emotional system is who the hell knows. Mm -hmm. So me and my brother start to plan out our dad's funeral. I'm 22. He's 24. We're just trying to figure this shit out. I still have two years left of school. So that day I go back to the hospital, tell them to take the braces off, take the catheter out. Like I have to go out and go for a walk. Like I'm in a prison cell of my own mind and I just need to go out and be in nature or do something. Like I had to do something. I was imploding. So we ended up flying back and forth to Michigan, like three times from Atlanta, trying to figure out this clusterfuck of life and the body does what it naturally does. So in the next three months, my body started to heal in whatever way it was starting to heal. I started to process and integrate all of this just shit that life had gifted me. And I found out that my body had healed enough to get my girlfriend at the time pregnant. (sighs) So now, not only do I not have a dad, I'm gonna be a dad in nine months. At 22, the day after I got that news, I got my bill for school, which was 200K. So all of this had been going on and I had just this awful moment of clarity where I kept seeing like an old Nintendo 64 that has the reset button on it. And I just kept having this vision, like just hit the reset button, just hit the reset button. So I took myself in my car pinned the cruise control at 120 miles an hour, took my seatbelt off, rolled all the windows down and just waited for the tree to come. Woke up 300 miles away in a Waffle House purging my guts out. Have no idea what happened in the two and a half hours between that humongous drive and where I ended up. But the people there just had compassion for me. They took care of me. And no matter what I do, whatever regressional hypnotherapy, psychedelic treatment that I get, those hours are always blocked out of my life. I do not know what happened. But in that moment, I made a declaration on a Waffle House napkin that no matter what, I will be better tomorrow than I am today because I deserve to live and my child deserves to have a father. And I've just kept that promise for myself. So I went into the neuroscience of why am I thinking the way that I'm thinking? How can I transform that? How can I produce a different chemical reaction that's going to make me feel in a different way? So I started to heal my own body. Then I started to heal my own mind. And then people started to ask me how I was doing this transformational work. How had I made such an incredible shift? And that was when I accidentally fell into the speaking realm. And then I accidentally fell into consulting. And then three and a half years later, uh, I completed my degree. And on the day I completed my degree, I actually didn't go to my own graduation because I was speaking somewhere. So ever since then, I've scaled a seven-figure business, Uh, live in South Carolina on the beach. Uh, I'm a single father with my extraordinary daughter in just this paradise location. I'm outside right now in my outside office, and uh, life is just a dream. How old is your daughter? She is two and a half in five days.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So, wow. You have definitely been through a lot. So tell us some of what you're, you know, especially right now, Chris, with everything that's going on, um, people are, are under an extreme amount of stress and anxiety and the, the emotions are going up and down. And one minute people are, are laughing and the next minute they're crying. Um, how do you, because right now with this pandemic, how do you, how, what can you do to help our listeners Just be able to have a better quality of life during this and a better mental mindset.
1: It's so important to look at the stories that we tell ourselves. When we go in and look at how your brain processes information, the default setting is to take in the stimulus that we have right now. So you and I are having a conversation and your default is to reflect your emotional state, what you're experiencing now to that of the past. And then that past is going to recreate and tell you a story about your future. Now, by default, your system's going to do that around survival. And that's not a super great place to create abundance or have a great life or to really turn on the areas of the brain that are going to allow you to thrive. Like your best person, the person that you love the most, that resides in your frontal cortex. But when we get afraid, that's the first thing to go offline. That app is no longer available in the app store. So step one that I'd recommend to all of our listeners right now is to look at what story are you telling yourself about this pandemic right now? Are you feeding into the fear or are you using this as an opportunity i'm sure you have a tribe that's just as strong as the tribe that i have that are using this as a monstrous opportunity to dig into their own self-exploration and shift the story that they're telling themselves they're using this as an opportunity to expand and create and really build deeper insights into who they are, longer workouts, deeper meditations, more self-reflection, all of those beautiful things. So step one is really looking at what are you doing for yourself right now and how are you going to tell this story in a year from now?
0: Mm, I love it. Perfect. I'm just taking notes, so keep going.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. So after that, once you have the awareness of the story that you're telling yourself, If it's not a story that you want to be explaining to your kids in a year from now or to your friends or to yourself in a year, it's really important to have the awareness that you are in control of if you are a victim or if you're going to be the victor on the outside of this. And the only way that you can make that paradigm shift is by claiming responsibility for the way that you're thinking and feeling. And Mm -hmm. that is a heavy bill to pick up but we have to do it. And if you don't do it now, it's just going to get heavier as we get older. So if you can pick that up and say, I am claiming the way that I am right now and validating, like it's a good time. If you're going to have some fear, probably a good time to have it. And is this serving the way that I'm choosing to live my life right now? And if it's not clarity through contrast, I don't want this. And it's going to help you give direction to the place that you do want to go. And having that in mind, it's, I am afraid and I'm choosing to shift that energy and that fear and that emotional state into something differently. And now we begin to ask those introspective questions. What is it that I deserve? What is it that I want? What is it that I'm trying to experience? If you have no idea about any of those and you've never busted out the journal or deep meditations, the number one place that you can go when you don't know where to go is just a feeling of better. I wanna feel better now. And that's a really great foundation to go. And even if you're at your top caliber and you've been doing this for 15, 20 years, you're still trying to feel better. You've just got better strategies and tools to do that. So with all of that in mind, check in with the way you're thinking and then check in with the way your body is interacting with that. Your conscious mind occupies about 5% of your nervous system, 5% of your brain. That language is thought and you can't shut that off. It thinks like the heart beats. And it's all cerebral. It's all up here, all between the ears. That three pounds of meatloaf, that's its job to coordinate those thoughts. The limbic system, your mammalian brain, which is this ancient brain that's been evolving and adapting for a really long time, its effect is all in the body. The language of that system and that intelligence that is the other 90% of your brain is coordinating and sending you messages all through the way your body is interacting. That's what we call your intuition. So you need to check in the way that I'm thinking, is it matching the way that I'm feeling or do I have discord? Because that discord is causing a disconnect between what you truly want and who you truly are. So when you can start to connect those dots and start to pull at those strings and see if there's actually an end to it or if there's a knot that needs to be unraveled, now you're starting to dig into some really extraordinary work.
0: Great. So give give us some examples of that.
1: Absolutely. So my day-to-day looks like a 1% shift every morning. I'm up at 444 every single morning doing my work because that is where the breakthrough comes. The breakthrough is not clouds partying and the, the harps are playing and sunshine rainbows. There's none of that. What it really is is the day-to-day paradigm shifts that you are creating. And it's asking yourself, what do you deserve from life? What are you looking for? And if it's not in your current circumstances, how can you design routine and habits every day that are going to align you to your higher purpose? So for me, the first thing I do, 16-minute meditation. My meditation pillow is right next to my bed. And the moment that that alarm goes off, I'm immediately sitting there and being grateful for all the opportunities that are gonna come today. Gratitude is the attitude. It aligns your nervous system, boosts your immune system, does all kinds of really extraordinary things. And when we start to look into the minds and the brains of the hyper-successful, the people that are happy, wealthy, and happy in all those different aspects, gratitude tends to be one of those things that they do either at a conscious or a subconscious level. They're always looking for opportunity. And the more that you put into your system, your reticular activating system is a pattern recognition software in your brain. So it is going to divulge and interact with what you are placing into it and find and repeat and show you and introduce you to opportunities and patterns based on that which you are inputting into it. So the first couple hours of the day are extraordinarily important for putting your rudder in the water and saying, I choose to go in this direction. So I am meditating. I am having my coffee and I'm reading a book and then I'm meditating and visualizing the way I want my day to go. All of these really beautiful things all in alignment with who I want to be. Those 1% shifts are the way that you should be interacting with your breakthroughs. It's not going to a Tony Robbins concert or uh, one of those things and having these monstrous weekends that totally stretch your system to a point that it's gonna snap back elastically. Those weekends are extraordinary, but it's really important to have a plan of action after that to create sustainability in the way you're living your life.
0: I love that. I'm just, I'm like taking notes as you're doing it. The, The way that you talk is so much like how I live. In fact, I have my students every single day, they have to, they have to, they get up and they visualize their day. And then they, um, they read our, we read our manifesto, which you see mine right here. And Ah. then they have to, they have to write out six things they're grateful for. And then they write out six things that they're going to complete. And I tell them, we really want you to feel this, like feel the gratitude. Don't just fill this sheet out to get it done. Feel the gratitude and visualize what's going to happen because we're, a master of our minds, we get what we think, energy goes where focus flows. And and, you know, mindset for me is one of the most important parts about life and business because if you have your mind right and your mind is in check, then everything else just comes along. So right now more than ever, these strategies that Dr. Chris is talking about um, and, and actually putting them into practice, showing gratitude, visualizing your day, seeing yourself succeeding, looking for opportunities, I love that the reticular activating system's job is actually to bring you what it is that you're thinking, right? And um, its I don't know if you've ever read the book Psycho-Cybergenetics, but this whole entire book, yeah, talks all about your brain and how it's built to give you exactly what you want. And whenever I talk to my students, I always tell them that, everything i say is based upon scientific research it's not just like oh let's just be grateful let's visualize it's all because scientific evidence and research shows that it actually works to create the type of life that we want okay what other tips can you give us because we're loving this so far and people need it now
1: more than ever absolutely so i just want to go back into the science for a second of what this is actually doing to your system so The reason that it's so crucial to have a visualization and an emotional intelligence practice is because that is where your core beliefs actually are. And those are the core stories that we're telling ourselves about who we think we are. And it's all around about how we feel we think we are. So there's a person inside of you that's a mini version of you. And that mini version of you has its own conscious. And that person is what runs your beliefs. So it's not what you think you are, it's what you feel you are. Because what you feel, those belief systems, that's 90% of your nervous system. And it's nestled discreetly into something called your autonomic nervous system. Because this is where all your paradigms are. So you take in stimulus and the first thing that it goes through is that filter of that subconscious mind, that reptilian brain that goes up and says, this is important, this is important, give this to the mind, give it to the, that's why having the emotion is so important because if you're just doing it to complete a task, Mm -hmm. you're still in your head. You're not a human doing, you're a human being. You need to be present with it, take your time, dedicate time to taking the time, which is the hardest thing for type A personalities because everything's a to-do list. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, that's a great way to set yourself up for a life of regret. Because you're going to go back and look and say, why do I have all of these things? And still, I just, I don't feel fulfilled. Something doesn't feel right. Well, that's a really great indicator that the work that you've been doing hasn't been authentic. You haven't been actually diving in. You haven't actually fulfilling those needs that you truly want. So when you look into the way that the brain is actually created, it's set up to enhance focus for the things that are going to cause you strife and challenge, because those emotional lessons are the deepest ones that create and shift our paradigms. Like losing my dad was really hard. Getting hit by that car was really hard. Having a kid at 22, all these things are so hard and they crafted and molded me into the person that I am today, which is why there's books like The Body Keeps Score that talks so deeply about how we lodge emotions into our body and that we keep them, we store them in electromagnetic signatures, not to hurt or damage or to say that you're wrong or this or that, it's because they hold the deepest lessons for us. And that we can pull them up when we have the tools, but so many of us haven't quite dove into what those tools really look like for us. And we think that it's complicated or too hard for us when really people that are at the top of their game have a five cent Bic pen and a pad of paper and that's all they need
0: and you know so and, and not I, I hope it's okay that i say this but i know that you work with some really big names i mean you um you are big big names like i think you even work with tony robbins don't you <laughs> like i know yeah, you work with-,
1: worked with some of their coaches and things like that because uh i i'm such a data driven person and the things that i do i guarantee my results because i i measure all of my one-on-one clients get biometric feedback devices And if they don't get a biometric change and their nervous system hasn't created like a quantum shift, then you get your money back, plain and simple. Like It's not any offense to me. It's just the way that I was presenting information just didn't align with your nervous system. But I have yet to date over the thousand people that I have had the pleasure of connecting with had somebody that hasn't had a nervous system shift in a way that they're like, yeah, no, this was totally worth the money spent like it's connecting spirituality with science and bridging that gap because I have huge trust issues and it's one of my flaws. And it's also one of my biggest strengths because I love the spirituality and the Buddhism and the, you know, just let it go. And this too shall pass. I love all of that. And it's so etheric for me that the way that I want something like I want something concrete that I can touch and neuroscience is giving us that opportunity. Now that is actually saying as you surrender, you actually are activating this part of your brain and look at it's created a shift in the way that you're actually processing data how incredible is that and it's in those small miracles of like a perception shift that you truly change the way that you interact with the world
0: and so tell us some of the things that you do with your private clients like if, if um
1: that what what kind of run it walk us through what what you would do absolutely so What's really extraordinary about this work is that when people come into my world... Wait, wait one second. Hold on a second. So he's going to tell us exactly what he does in just
0: a moment here with his private clients. And so I want you to know that people... he's works with some very important athletes, some, a lot of famous people. Um, and at such a young age at 25, he is a seven-figure earner. So we want to listen up. So just sit tight for this quick commercial. So remember everyone, right now we are offering our three clients in 30 day challenge for absolutely free. We've never done this before. This is just due to the pandemic that we're in. I want to be able to support you. This is for any type of business owner, service professional, provider, anyone. So please spread the word. Just go to slash challenge. That's Christmasure.com slash challenge. We'll be personally coached by me for 20 days. And we've got some amazing, amazing things happening. We also go live Monday through Friday in these small groups. So I'll see you there. Go and sign up. Again, christamayshore.com slash challenge. Okay, Chris, we are back. Dr. Lee, Dr. Chris, tell us, I like, I like calling you Dr. Chris. <laughs> tell us now what you would be doing with your personal clients.
1: Uh, absolutely. So what's really extraordinary about the people that tend to come into my life is they're ready to claim responsibility for their life. And that's a hard thing to take, right? Like we've talked about that. Like if life isn't the way that you thought it would, and even if you have everything, if you have the seven figure business, like the money 90% of the time is what people get and they still have that empty feeling within themselves. So it's really, really important to recognize and take responsibility for that. And it's also really important to look at, I am not here to teach you anything. I'm here to remind you of who you truly are. And you have to be open and willing to accept that information. So I can give you the strategies. I can give you all the information. I can give you the psychology. I can give you the neuroscience. I can give you all the strategies that I've used to transform my own life, and the lives of thousands of others. But if you are not ready to accept it, then you're kind of stuck in like, you know, Shit Creek, right? You're going up without a battle. So that's phase one of this is opening yourself up. Phase two of this is really looking at so like what is your belief? Do we live in like a friendly universe? The first place that I go is asking people about their spirituality. It's such like a we're not gonna talk about it in the entrepreneur world, but the people that are at the top, there's a reason that they're also connected to something bigger than themselves. So when shit gets really hard and it's hitting the ceiling the first thing that they do is have something to go to they let go and give it to god or whatever it might be so the second thing i want to ask people is like what do you believe about why you are here is it you're just a random collection of cells that have just organized themselves or do you have a bigger purpose and it's a nasty question that most of us never really take the time to dive into and this is not like a ah, i'm yeah i believe and i got no like you need to take a couple days on this, right? And ask yourself and then feel into your body what's going on, right? And the reason I send out biometric feedback devices with everybody that they can wear on their wrist all the time is that if your system doesn't believe what you're thinking, your data will crash. So if you're lying to yourself, I can tell and you'll be able to tell. And this what's truly unique about this work is everybody has a specific story and everybody's coming through for the breakthrough. And I'm not doing this out of like, oh, screw you. You're not doing the work. I'm doing it out of, if you really want the result, it's really time to dig in because what you're doing right now is not going to work, which is so crucial because there's so many different ways that we can go about this because so many people are, oh, I need to do, you know, childhood regression therapy or transgenerational therapy and heal some of the things because we adapt the patterns that our parents had and this and that the work is limitless because your nervous system is the filter for reality. So it's really, what do you want to get out of it? And let me help facilitate that. So one of the biggest things that tends to come up with seven, eight, nine figure income earners is the fact that they don't think they're enough. So often that comes up. Like I would say eight out of the 10 people I work with, that's one of the core beliefs that we eventually break down to. And it's all about, okay, so where did this belief come from? Where do our core beliefs actually come from? Psychology is telling us and neuroscience is confirming it with statistics that from the age of two until we're about eight years old, we adapt beliefs based on the environment that we are gifted. So if you grow up in hard times, you think that the world's tough. And if you don't go back and heal that, you're going to be 90 years old and the world's still going to be hard on you. So so many of these people and, you know, all of these really high impact entrepreneurs that I still continue to work with did not come from like Goldilocks backgrounds. They came from like hard, hard times and they've grinded their way to the top and yet they still have a belief and they're still trying to fulfill a need to be seen so much of the time. And even as we get down to it, we're going to keep peeling back the layers on what your belief systems are. Because your beliefs are that subconscious sublingual they're feeling those emotions and if your system continues to crash it's because we're not there yet but as soon as you get down to that belief and you say it and you feel it and it resonates inside your body and we validate it because the emotions that we pick up as kids they're very valid like kids are just these beautiful tuning forks for their environment so the way that you've been feeling and all of this it's all perfect all the time and we need to claim that as our own And we can again use clarity through contrast like this is not what i want i'm looking to evolve from this space so we can look at okay i noticed as we found this core belief your oxygen saturation completely plummeted we need to look at why that is you're really breathing through your shoulders right now your body is going into a protective posture right your shoulders are rolling and you're trying to protect your visceral organs you're genuinely closing off your heart space right now because your body's under attack from an invisible enemy right so your belief systems are now trying to hurt you because we cannot validate them so i need you to sit down today and validate with yourself and your younger self that this was an okay feeling to be expressed and that is how we go through and heal and that is how we make these monstrous shifts and then after that it's still about doing the daily freaking work to journal meditate visualize gratitude those small things like i just don't think people understand how profound a foundation is with your daily practices they don't have to be anything crazy i've scaled my business using those four things for myself and i teach it to everyone it's just a matter of how willing are you to do it what's your why behind it are you doing it for yourself are you doing it for the self-recognition that you want to be on stage and just like you know come from a place of like an ego so a lot of the work that we do is so customizable and so specific to what it is that person's actually coming to get more of, of life or get less of, or whatever that may be, that it, it, it's just, it's transformational and depending on who the person we're, spot, we're sponsoring is.
0: So step three, then, step, step um, phase two, is step three, then is, so what's your belief? That's your spirituality. That's all. Is all that still phase um, two?
1: And then step three is really going into your specific beliefs and habits. So now we start building rituals around what's going on. So if you think you're not enough, your nervous system's going to be lingering at a lower, like depressed level, versus somebody that was in like an abusive relationship they're gonna have high anxiety. So there's, there's those two different polarities and those have to do a lot with like vagal tone theory and things like that and what your nervous system perceives is going on versus what's actually going on. It's called false fear. So your nervous system in um, a not enough state actually needs to be upregulated. We need to reintroduce it to new neurochemistry, which is where visualization is incredible. I'm going to drop you in and give them all the sensations. Can you feel? Can you taste? Can you hear? Can you see? Can you feel? All of these things, and they all activate different areas of the brain along with tagging them with specific emotions. So now I'm firing off the electromagnetic signature with the chemistry, and that is how you make neuroplastic changes in the brain. So after we do that, we lay down that foundation for at least 30 days. You are going to do this every single day. Keep me accountable. Keep me checked in. And if you're not doing it, your data is going to support it. Because I know based on research that if you do these things every day, you're going to have some crashes. But the crashes and the breakdowns are what give you the ability to break through. So that's some of like where we start to head with that. And then after that, we start to go into, is the life you have right now the life you want? Because it's okay if it's not, but is this what you truly want? Is this your authentic needs being met inside of this paradigm? Or do we really need to peel back the layers and start to recreate your life? And this is where people are so afraid of is that they've created this life for themselves. And suddenly they realize it's not the thing they want. And they're so afraid to change the familiar. But that unfamiliar, that uncertainty that's where the potential of the universe is residing. Like you can have anything you want. You can be, do you, can have it all right. You can eat the cake and still be sexy. Like people <laughs> don't realize that. And they're afraid of making that shift. So what we really need to recognize is, okay, this is not the life that you really want for yourself. Well, what is, and how can we slowly start to introduce that piece by piece into your life and make sure that yeah, there's going to be a period of stretch, but I also do not want to crash your system and completely blow it out because that's what happens at a lot of these like weekend uh, seminars is they completely expand the system and then they give no sustainability.
0: People get sick a lot of the times after those things. They get super
1: sick. Tony Robbins flu. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I love him. He's, he's amazing, but he's extraordinary. He's the best in the world at what he does without a doubt. Yeah.
0: But it is, it's a lot. And my daughters and I are both, we're all firewalkers, so we've, 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 we've drank it. Okay, well, wonderful. So I think this was so needed right now for people. I love how you just are so, um, really, really encouraging people to take the time in the morning journaling and visualizing and writing out gratitude and then really, really owning who you are. What you're talking about reminds me of EMDR quite a bit as far as, uh, um, you know i my i have a therapist and she was helping me with some trauma um as a young one person and she would have me like right re, like really go through the trauma and then remind myself like okay what were you feeling then and then she'd have me go through other phases of my life and like where i'm at now and remind me that when i'm feeling that anxiety and that trauma it's like that's that the younger person it's not who i am now right kind of seeing that it was is it similar to mdr we were talking about huh, a little bit
1: in a lot of different ways, yeah. This the the work that I do now, and some of the practices that I've adapted for certain personalities and certain people in certain situations, it comes from a cluster of so many different practices that I've learned and adapted throughout my own healing.
0: Yeah. So, how do people what what how do people find out more about you? If they'd like to learn more about you and um, your products and services, what you have to offer?
1: Absolutely. So, I'm on all social medias at Dr. Chris Lee. Whether it's Instagram, Facebook, I just launched a new Patreon blog for people if they wanna get more into this. Uh, We have a 30, uh, $90 tier. And then if you wanna get into any of my courses, um, with everything that's going on right now, it's all super on sale so people can have the time to do this. And then uh, what I really recommend, that I recommend with anybody is to go check out the social content and see if the way that I'm interacting with my work resides within you. And if it is, to reach out then because I'm in charge of all my socials. I'm the one that runs it. I'm the one that answers the messages. So if it's something that's residing within you that you want to reach out and ask me, check the content, see if it still resides with you, and then reach out.
0: Okay, and then, so where do they go? Is there, for for your, to learn more about your programs, just on your social channels?
1: Yep, if you want to go check out my social channels, there's link trees in all of them that have links to just about anything you could possibly need.
0: So just go Dr. Chris Lee.
1: Yep, that's it.
0: Okay. I feel like there'd be a lot of Chris Lees. Those are kind of a... (laughs) (laughs) There's not, huh?
1: Not a lot of Dr. Chris Lee's. No, it's weird. It's it's nice to be at the top of that list.
0: I love that. Okay, well, this has just been so informative. I really, really appreciate this. Um, You've been wonderful. I hope that everyone really takes to heart what Dr. Lee is saying. Um, You know, he practices what he preaches, and he's just brilliant. So go check his stuff out, go see him. And as always, everyone, thank you so much for spending a little part of your day with me. And remember, it's great to listen and learn but if we don't actually implement, we don't see true change in our business. And Dr. Chris, would you like to leave us with any last words before you go?
1: If you do the work, you get the results. Just like you said, if you want to make change, you need to be the change. Sit down and do the damn work.
0: You want to have change do the work and right now more than ever. It's so important that we are the master of our minds because of what's going on. You don't have to let this This uh, ruin you. In fact, this could be many billion dollar companies are created in times of crisis. So this is when the weak. Get weaker and the strong get stronger. That's not the right wording, but you know what I'm saying. Go for it. (laughs) Anyways, everyone, thank you so much. Don't forget, go to com slash challenge. I would love to coach you for free over the next 20 days and help make a positive impact in your life, and I will see you next time.